1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision.
0: As you know, we do like to take some time and talk about times, the way they are a-changing in the world, major cultural shifts that are happening that we can identify in the Western world. You've just got to look at the newspaper headlines to see that things are changing today away from what not just is just a traditional view, but those things that have been shaped by our Christian faith. And who is most greatly at risk because of these cultural changes? And we might even identify that women and children perhaps are the biggest losers with all of the changes that are happening right now. Uh, Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch is back with us once again. Bill, welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, you have been writing this week about Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head, uh, the Muppets. Now, these are some of our favourites that we might have grown up with these, and our children playing with toys and learning to read in Dr. Seuss books. Uh, Give us some insight here as we get a conversation underway about the ways that things are changing, how these things have come to light over this past week.
1: Yes, well, there's never a shortage of these kind of things to write about. I spend all my time doing it, it seems. And if you're all familiar with what's been happening this week and our woke culture, our cancel culture, uh, three of those things and more that you have mentioned have, well, been canceled, been told that they have to be banned, they're evil, they're racist, they're sexist, and so on. So, uh, Dr. Seuss' books, you know, that we grew up with, they, that we're told that's all racist, there's got to go. Uh, Mr. Potato Head, of course, he, they wanted to make him just Potato Head because to say Mr., well, that's sexist and transphobic and, you know, pushing the binary narrative, which we're no longer to do. The Muppets, the same thing. So, on and on it goes. Nothing is safe, everything is under attack. So as I said my new piece, um, look, if they can actually ban Dr. Seuss' books today, uh, guess what? They're going to ban Shakespeare or the Bible tomorrow. If they can ban, you know, non-persons like the Muppets and Mr. Potato Head, uh, tomorrow it's going to be you and I, Christians, if our points of view are considered to be Hate speech and racist and sexist and transphobic and so on, so fun stuff with our kids and our how we grew up is now becoming very serious business indeed.
0: Banning and uh, the idea of cancelling these are the sorts of terminologies that we're hearing more and more about, and we're hearing more and more about the way under this new cultural way that people think uh, there is this attempt to ban or cancel uh, so many who hold to a Christian view. And that puts us all under that sort of banner, doesn't it? But the biggest losers in all of this, Bill, and you've been reflecting on this this week as well, may be women and children. Give us your insight here into why women and children figure as losers as the culture changes.
1: Yeah, well, certainly with the whole trans revolution, which is simply just piggybacked on the earlier radical, feminist and homosexual revolutions. uh, Well, we've been warning for years that children and women would be the real victims here. Uh, and it's been a interesting kind of uh, split within the radicals on this very issue. Old school feminists, uh, such as Germaine Greer, have warned that the trans movement is really an attempt to erase women. Uh, you know, it's eradicating women. And that's exactly what happens when any guy can put on a dress and say one day, oh, I'm now a woman. I can go to your female uh, anything, change rooms, locker rooms, uh, restrooms. Um, well, a lot of the old guard feminists were quite uh, upset about all this. They've been fighting all these years to get the rights and freedoms for women, and it seems to be taken away overnight. So, yeah, in my one of my recent pieces, I mentioned something I had already written about, but Carl Truman american christian leader and historian he had just posted a piece talking to a pastor saying we've got a new problem on our hands in biden's america biden's radical uh sexually uh charged america uh we have plenty of stories believe it or not horrible girls not drinking anything before they go to school now why would they do that well we know why As Biden and the Democrats push more and more transgender policies everywhere, including in our schools, well, a lot of girls are afraid to go into the bathrooms, knowing there's guys going to be in the bathroom. So they're not even drinking so they don't have to go to the bathroom. That's how real and how practical and how diabolical this whole trans agenda really is.
0: And, of course, the reality is it's not just Biden in America, but these sorts Mm. of policies taking hold here in Australia. And along with all of the other things that we're talking about, the way the culture is changing, as you say, the effects flow on. And I don't hear anyone in the mainstream media which take more a left view of these things actually identifying any of these on problems that uh, are moving on into, as you say, teenage girls who are not drinking water because they're afraid to go to the bathroom at school. I mean, these sorts of things, they ought to make us think twice, shouldn't they?
1: Well, they certainly should, and you are quite right to say this is not limited to America. It is well and truly here in Australia, all these things, everything from the... uh, so-called gender-neutral toilets and bathrooms that almost all universities have nowadays and other places, to uh, this whole uh, radical ideology that you cannot call uh, a guy a guy, a girl a girl. Uh, Increasingly, that's all being taken away from us, whether on passports or birth certificates. It's just getting out of hand. And yes, certainly you're right as well. There's not many calling this out. I mean, I can think of a few, uh, the former head of the Labour Party, who's of course really uh, become quite an outspoken conservative and family champion and now heading up New South Wales One Nation, Mark Latham. He's been very good, uh, especially looking at the education programs in schools in Sydney and New South Wales, looking at still the radical Uh, so-called safe schools agendas and all the radical trend stuff. It's just getting worse and worse. And he's been one, at least, and he's not even a Christian. He's really been doing a lot to warn us on Sky News and in Parliament about what's going on. But, yeah, it's going to take a whole lot more people waking up When we've really gotten to this kind of place where schoolgirls will not drink liquids simply to avoid having boys or men with them in their own toilets... Uh, scary stuff.
0: You know, when we think of the history here, Bill, because while we're told today the experts can't even identify what a woman is, uh, they're having some challenges around that, uh, we could reflect on what Christianity has done for women because Jesus uh, is the champion of women. In fact, women and their rights have been elevated under Christian uh, culture. Uh, how do you see the Christian response to what is happening? Or is this stuff happening just to draw attention to the fact that we've moved away from this Christian culture and look what we have lost?
1: Yeah, well, it's all tied together, isn't it? No question about it. These things don't spring up by accident. These things are not just, you know. Oh, unfortunate. We now have boys uh, Deciding they're girls and they're going to use girls' change rooms and locker rooms and so on. It's all come about because of a a revolution that's taken place in our way of thinking. And I mentioned this article by Carl Truman. And uh, in one of my pieces where I mentioned his article, I also, of course, refer he's got a brand new book out a 400-page look at how all this came to be. Why is this happening? Why the radical trans-revolution? What is behind all this? So, yeah, as a Christian, he says the same thing. We have abandoned the Judeo-Christian worldview. Starting the last couple of hundred years, we've had a radically different view of what it is to be human, what it is to be a person, And basically, it's not who we were made in God's image, but it's who we decide to be. So if you're a guy and one day you decide you're not a guy, you're a girl, well, you can just, you know, make it up as you go along. So as we said, that's been bad news for women and children big time. And isn't it interesting that the real force for good in the history of the West, well, it was Christianity that really elevated the place of women and children. So much was done to help them, to give them safe spaces, to promote them. Uh, It was a revolutionary way of looking at women and children when Jesus came on the scene, pretty much unheard of in the rest of the culture. So now, as Truman and others point out, as we abandon, in fact, as we turn against our judeo-christian roots well guess what we're going back to the same problems we're now again treating women and children as second-class citizens so guess what your worldview does make a difference biblical christianity always has made a difference And when you now attack Christianity, you attack all the goods that have come with it, including the well-being of women and children.
0: Well, we can certainly easily historically identify that the women's liberation movement and women's rights movements were enabled to flourish under Christian society, and now they are under threat. You know, when you've got this contrast developing, Bill, I wonder whether you've got a reflection on how we uh, would in our churches respond. Will women find sanctuary in Christian churches? Because uh, if they're not finding it outside, is this a draw card for people to come and discover who they are before God?
1: Yes, good questions. Um, I mean, obviously, the church always has been a sanctuary for one and all in so many areas, whether we led the charge against slavery several centuries ago or what have you. But as I often ask my students when I'm speaking here and there, especially, say, at a parachurch group or so on, I say, well, look, these uh, laws that are being passed every month, it seems, they're not just out there in the world, they're going to impact you. What if you're a Christian organization, a Christian training institute, you know, a missionary training group, and laws are passed saying you must employ homosexuals and transgenders to teach in your courses, to be uh, pastoral workers, to be counselors, you must have them as students, Uh, So in a sense, even the churches and the church groups are not going to be sanctuaries much longer because uh, they will be targeted just like everything else. Sure, now a lot of it is anything with government funding and tax dollars. They have to toe the line. But uh, the radicals have already made it clear that they're after the churches as well. So, yeah, that's another thing that could be lost, the sanctuary of the churches now may be turned against us if the state gets its way. So all the more reason, got to wake up, find out what's happening and start taking a stand now before it's too late.
0: Got to get a little steel in that spine and be prepared to speak up. And Bill Muhlenberg, uh, Dr. Seuss, Mr. Potato Head and the Muppets today, Uh, women's rights and girls' rights tomorrow. In fact, we could even say that's happening today. I'll point people to your latest articles, Bill Muhlenberg, and our Culture Watch segment uh, each Friday at this time. But you can read Bill's articles. He's a prolific blogger. You can find his blog site at BillMuhlenberg.com or simply Google Culture Watch, one word. Bill Muhlenberg, thanks so much for the update today on 2020.
1: Great to be with you.